Hey, uh, hey guys, welcome back to another Tokyo Munchies podcast. This is episode number 22. So guys, we just wanted to change the format a little bit. I know I mentioned to you that we were going to do it every Monday, every Wednesday, and every Friday, but we're going to change that right now. So, after much deliberation and thinking about how often you guys want to hear about Tokyo Munchies and hear about what's going on in the crazy land of the rising sun and chatting with my good friend Miguel Garza at the Critical Thinking Podcast. Those guys actually got me started on this path doing podcasts for you good people out there to hear about what's happening in Japan, to hear about Japanese snacks, candy and chocolate and to hear about what's what's new in the land of Tokyo Munchies. He advised me on a lot of things to do with my podcast and I'm going to take that route. So we're going to probably do podcasts now every Wednesday or Thursday and release them every Wednesday or Thursday. And I do them live on the fly. And I don't care about flubs. I don't care about um, uh, or strange silences. I like to do my podcasts live and organic. I don't really need to edit. I'm, I do graphic design. I have all the editing software for audio and video. And I don't really like it. I'd like the, you guys to hear what it's like to be live in Tokyo. So... This week is a little bit different. I'm going to kick this episode off with the normal stuff, but I'm going to actually start a little bit differently. So, this episode is going to be Walking with Kyle from Tokyo Munchies in my garden. So, here we are in Tokyo, and I'm going to do a play-by-play for you on the weather. I'll go inside later and check it, and give you a more broken-down aspect of it, but we're outside in my beautiful huge garden it's massive it's about the size of your toilet which is probably quite substantial considering the size of my toilet is about the size of a pair of ease shoes in the nice fancy red box that they come in i'm a skateboarder so etnies ease america love all those shoes guys got heaps of them but yeah walking with kyle in tokyo in my garden and this is impressive it's very impressive i'm in the garden there's a nice camellia here there's a lot of weeds over there, some towels drying, uh, the turnips are looking pretty sad, I probably should give them a water, I'll do that a little bit later. Potato plants are going absolutely bonkers, they're going crazy, they're going crazier than, I don't know what's crazy, you tell me, that's question time. Send me a voice message, tell me what's crazy, what, the stuff I'm talking about or anything in general, but yeah. So my potato plants are going crazy, and I noticed something, a peculiarity, something very, very strange on one of these guys right here. It appears that my potato plant is sprouting a tomato. Now, I know what you're going to say, like, that's impossible, that's crazy, and I'm pretty sure you're drinking too much sake, we call it Nihonshu. So, sake is English, but in Japanese it's Nihonshu. Nihonshu is sake, sake is Nihonshu. Um, I'm not drinking too much Nihonshu, this actually is a potato plant because I planted them and I've been watching them grow and I'm going to harvest these guys soon, you're going to see some potato pancakes coming from Tokyo Munchies soon. But yeah, this guy, seriously, he's got a little, it's exactly like a mini tomato. It's similar to the flower buds that they pop out but this bud is huge and it looks exactly like a little tomato and it's actually a hint of red on there. I'm not smoking anything, it's illegal, I'm not taking any magic mushrooms. And I'm going to stop on that quickly because in Japan, before that was legal, they used to actually sell it on the streets as early as, I think, 2004. 
I think that's when they outlawed it. But yeah, back in the day when you were cruising around Japan, you could buy magic mushrooms on the street, which is crazy. I'm not advocating use of drugs or anything. I'm just giving you information direct from Tokyo. But yeah, this potato plant, if it, this is a tomato, I'm going to put a picture up here to share with you guys on my Twitter and on my Instagram and on my Facebook page. This potato plant is growing a tomato. And that's fantastic because if it does grow a tomato, I'm going to cook. I don't know how I'm going to cook it. I don't know whether I should eat it directly or put it in a salad or I should make a potato pancake with it or make some fries. I don't know. It's, it's walking. Oh my god. It's walking with Kyle in my garden and walking in Tokyo. We're in the rainy season right now, and it's an interesting time of the year in Japan because it's the rainy season. So, what we're looking at is normally about two or three months of a couple of fine days, and then just three or four days of just either drizzle, heavy rain, a deluge, a squall, some precipitation. Oh yeah, or just just spitting and carrying on like a pork chop, and it's not really nice. But today's a cracker. So, on the fly Tokyo weather, we're outside. It's 33 degrees today. It is Friday afternoon. It is about 3:50. Um, yeah, the sky is nice and clear. There's some puffy cumulus nimbus up there floating around. We've got a really strong wind blowing up right now. That's probably indicative of the approaching tsunami. Uh, sorry, tsunami. No, not tsunami. Tsunami. It's probably indicative of the approaching typhoon season. If you uh, know anything about Japanese weather, we have the rainy season starting around June, July, August, and then around September we go into typhoon season. That's when it gets really interesting. And I think that's what's happening right now. I think we're getting into a bit of typhoon season a little bit earlier this year because seasons are changing and the weather is changing. It's really, really windy. It's crazy windy. It's blowing its, blowing its socks off, mate. It's blowing its guts out. It's crazy as. Anyway, so that was the first part of the new podcasts from Tokyo Munchies, Walking with Kyle in Tokyo in my garden. I might just a little bit cheeky. There's a car park right here and there's a gate. I'm just going to open this gate. I'm only wearing shorts. I don't have a shirt on. Japanese get a little bit crazy, a little bit weird about being not wearing a shirt. If you ever come to Japan and you're not wearing a shirt, but you're wearing socks, shorts, underwear, a hat, a wristband, maybe a bracelet or something, you're not naked because you're partially clothed. But if you're not wearing a shirt, you're in Japanese language. It's pretty much translated directly into naked, hadaka, I think it is. So if I go outside right now and someone sees me, they're going to scream, Ah, oh, Kaijin Haraka! Like, naked foreigner. I'm not naked, I'm wearing pants. And shoes, and socks. Okay, gate's open, we're going to have a quick squiz out here in the car park. Oh yeah, there's a Mercedes, and there's a Nissan, there's a hybrid Prius, there's some construction workers over there, and there's some old guy walking past, I'm going to close the gate now before they see me. Oh my god, that's scary. Alright. Okay, so that is Walking with Kyle in my garden in Tokyo, Japan. On to the next part. So guys, we're back inside and back to our normal, regular programming. I'm experimenting a little bit with this Anchor app. There's some interesting stuff in there. I'm using a few transitions because recently Anchor has had some issues with... Um, there's no music. Before, we used to be able to add music to the beginning of our podcasts. And we can add backing tracks underneath the podcast the whole way through. I think the backing tracks are still working, but the music has disappeared from the Android Anchor app. 
Um, a lot of my good friends, Athelia from Woe of Inspiration. Hello, Athelia. Um, we've contacted Anchor via Twitter and email and Facebook and asking them what's happening. We want our music back because there was some really cool songs to add. And it's part of our identity. We have a song that we like to play. We mix it up a little bit sometimes, but there's a one song we like to play. So, yeah, that's what's happened there. So instead of having music, we're experiencing with transitions. But I know you guys are all champing at the bit. You're frothing at the mouth like a rabid moth on Monday with some munchitis. You want to hear the one, two, three. You want to hear the Japan news. And here it goes, the Japan news. So, top stories number one. Fuji film to compete with Xerox in US, Europe. Alrighty then. So, Fuji film. Yeah, famous film company for making film for cameras. Hence the name, Fujifilm, Fuji being the mountain, or Fuji being a Japanese family name, film for your camera, uh, to compete with Xerox in the US. Now, I'm a little bit confused about this, because I know film is for a camera. I don't know, you go to the you go to theatre to watch a film, or you go to the cinemas to watch a film, or yeah, but generally film is for a camera, but they're going to compete with Xerox in the US. I was under the impression that Xerox was a photocopier. So it's a similar process, I suppose. Film reproduces an image on film or on paper, and Xerox reproduces an image on paper. I don't know anything about Xerox being in the film industry or the film biz, but I'm a little bit old and a little bit crazy, so yeah, excuse me on that, but let's have a look. So Japan News number one. Tokyo GG Press. With a name like that, it's got to be good. So Fuji Film Holdings Corp which is at Swords Point. Now you gotta give it up for Oscar Wilde wordplay like that, which is at Swords Point with Xerox Corps. Wow. Now, if you, if you don't know anything about Japan, if you pull a sword out here, it's gonna be a katana, and they're pretty nasty. They're actually one of the best swords in the world. I think the only thing that can match a katana is a sword made with Damascus steel, which is a very similar folding process. We'll actually probably talk about that a little bit later in one of these podcasts because it's an interesting thing to watch a katana master make an actual katana. It's incredible. I'm probably going to try that sometime during my life here in Japan because I've been here for almost 10 years already. So I might as well fully immerse myself and spend a few months or a few years up in the mountains with a sword master and learn how to make an actual katana. But back to that. So, Fujifilm Holding Scorps, which is at Swords Point of Xerox over acquisition, has said that Fuji Xerox Co. and Fujifilm Unit, partially, partly held by the US firm, will advance into the US and European markets. Plan move shown in a letter, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, under this technology agreement, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so pretty much that's it. That's really exciting. I'm so excited right now. My heartbeat is my heart's literally jumping out of my chest I don't know if I can go on if if this podcast ends suddenly you know I've had a heart attack by the sheer amount of excitement of that first point in the Japan news oh my god anyway so let's go on to number two Honda may cease Asimo upgrades here we go again guys if you find this boring just turn off right now you don't have to stay it's okay i don't have really much to talk about today other than we're changing our podcasts to once a week i'm going to do it on wednesdays or thursdays but okay 
On we go to top stories number two. Honda Macy's Asimo upgrades. Let's jump in there and have a squiz. Have a look. Squiz is what we say in Australia. Have a look. Okay, we're in there. There's a nice picture of Asimo doing his little walk. For all you guys who don't know Asimo, Asimo is made by Honda. It's one of the first most impressive robots that the Japanese have released. Um, again, this is from Gigi Press. I don't know where these guys are, but I'm going to research these guys later. A little bit of light stalking. Find out where their office is. Find out how exciting it is. And find out how they get this news. And I want to know what GG stands for. It might stand for old man, because Oji-san means old man. And it can be sometimes abbreviated GG. So it could be old man news. But yeah, anyway, so Honda Motor Co. is considering ending upgrades for its Asimo bipedal human robot. It was learned on Thursday. Asimo has been improved in stages since its debut in 2000 as a pioneer, uh, pioneering bipedal robot. From now, the Japanese firm will focus on developing blah, 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 blah. Honda will also continue work on developing human robots, blah, 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 blah. I thought so. They tricked me into something which seemed cool because it was a robot and it was Asimo and it was Honda, but it turned out to just be pretty damn boring. Oh my god. I like <clears throat> everybody out there. We all use smartphones. I'm an Android. You're probably an iPhone. I don't care. I'm not going to hold that against you. I'm strictly PC. I'm st I don't have anything in my possession which is Apple. The only thing that I do have is a really really old 2006 iPod Shuffle and it's still going. I love it. But yeah. It's going to consider ending its upgrades for Asimo the bipedal robot. Question time. Hands up. Send me a picture. Send me a voice message. Hands up. How many people out there in the world have an Asimo bipedal humanoid robot? And are you upset about not being able to upgrade it anymore? Because that's... I, I feel for you. I, I, I feel for everybody. I have a, a very caring and compassionate soul. I don't want you to feel sad, upset, frustrated, angered by the fact that you can't upgrade your Asimo. Because, look, I can imagine how upset the kids would be. You're at home in your kitchen, you're making some potato pancakes, Asimo's in there doing his thing, walking around, doing whatever he does, I don't know what he does, and then suddenly he goes on the fritz, and you can't, and he won't do anything. And you check him out, and you go, oh, he just needs an upgrade, and you can't upgrade him because Honda Motor Co. has stopped upgrades. Like, send me an answer for that. Or you send me your viewpoints on that, because... I want to know how it's going to affect you, because it's affecting me already. I'm starting to cry a little bit, so if I choke up a little bit, um, please ignore it. It's it's not really nice. I love my Asimo. I love my Asimo. <laughs> anyway, that's that's Japan news number two, and Japan news number three. Hopefully, this is a little bit more exciting. Here we go. Japan to construct unmanned undersea vessel to find mines. <laughs> oh no. Hopefully this is a little bit more, but it's, uh, it's already started off exciting. Because we've got some pictures. We've got a picture here. Envisaged mine detection by unmanned or unmanned underwater vehicle. And so we've got uh, pictures labeled number one, two, and three. We've got one, the MSDF destroyer. Operates system far away from mined waters. Uh, unmanned underwater vehicle. Detects mines using soda. Works in tandem with... Unmanned boat, number three, unmanned boat fires depth charges to destroy mines, and it works in tandem with the MSFD destroyer. 
So at least we have a, a semi-interesting picture. And I'm not saying anything bad about this because mines are terrible. Mines are a terrible, terrible thing. I sound like Donald Trump now. I'm going to stop it. But yeah, mines are not cool, dude. Mines are never cool. It's just not cool. Don't don't put mines out there. Whoever you are, stop it. Because we're not happy. The only mine that I want to see, I mine gold in Australia and I mine sapphires and diamonds. I, I don't do this in a destructive way towards nature. I do it by hand. I dig a big hole and I look for gold and sapphires and diamonds. And when I find them, it's fantastic. And I do a little victory dance. Then I fill my hole in and I go about my way. But these type of mines, yeah, no one wants to see them. They're not friendly. We don't like them. And that's pretty much it. That is it. And that is it for the Japan news. That's done. It's all done and dusted. So let's jump into Tokyo Munchies. So guys, we have our shop up right here on the screen. Oh, thank you, John. John just ordered a munchie pack. Thank you, John. We'll ship that for you on Monday because the post office is closed now. But thank you, John. We'll get that over to you in the US. So this is really cool, guys. So we do this live with the shop open. So I have the Gmails pop up, bang, bang, bang on the screen. As you guys order, I can see them come in and then we pack them and ship them straight away. So I'm over here on the Tokyo Munchies site. We've changed the background to a nice summer green because it's summertime. I know the shop looks pretty plain and it's a little bit different to what the Twitter, Instagram and Facebook pages, headers, covers look like. I don't know enough about HTML coding to change the background to have it match with the, my social networking sites, so I just like to go for different colors to relate with the different seasons. So I'm just going for a nice green right now. I'll probably look at upgrading the shop to a different interface over the next couple of years, something which is more user-friendly, something which I can make more personalized, and something which we can offer you guys better shipping. Because shipping is really, really hard, guys. It's really difficult. I've I've done my nut. I've lost a lot of money on shipping. I know you guys say, oh, the shipping's so expensive. That's really, really hard to calculate with different shop interfaces. So trust me, I'm trying to offer you the best I can do on what I have to work with. So we'll stop talking about that because it's fun. We want to talk about fun stuff because it's Tokyo Munchies. God damn it, this is Tokyo Munchies. It's meant to be fun. So on the shop right now, we have the we launched a new two for Tuesday last week. I'm pretty sure you guys would have seen that on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook and on Tumblr. And I think it's on Pinterest too. I mixed together the spicy set, which is three of our most spiciest things that we stock. It's the deaf chimi fish jerky. So you get one of them, and it's a big, big sheet of jerky. It's a decent sized sheet. It's around about a beef. Uh, A3 size sheet of fish jerky and spicy fish jerky and the cover design is awesome I mentioned before in previous pods, podcasts I have one hanging on my wall just for a post because it just looks so goddamn awesome so you get the dev chimi fish jerky you get the spicy spicy habanero umaibo and you get the tyrant habanero spicy ring chips so that's the spicy set so you get three super spicy items and we mix that up for the two for Tuesday. Plus that, you get the Wasabi Wednesday pack with that. So you get six things in total. So the Wasabi Wednesday pack is the Wasabi chips, the Wasabi Steak Umaibo, and the Wasabi Kit Kats. That's our two for Tuesday challenge, and we actually made that cheaper for you guys. So it's around $29.99 US, and 
we've limited the two for Tuesday set for just one. So only there's only one available. So if you grab it, you have massive bragging rights. No one else in the world will have that. Only you will have the two for Tuesday spicy set times wasabi pack. So we'll just recap on that. So you get the spicy set. You get the deaf chimi fish jerky, spicy fish jerky. You get the habanero umaibo. You get the tyrant habanero spicy ring chips. Then with the wasabi pack, you get the wasabi beef chips, the wasabi steak, the maibo, and the wasabi Kit Kats. You get all of those for $29.99 US, and that's an awesome deal, guys. I'm really sad that I only have one of these available, because if I didn't, I'd be eating these every day, because damn, I like my spice. I like my spicy stuff. I like it tangy. I like it spicy. It's good value. So... That's the two for Tuesday challenge. We only have one available, as I've said multiple times now. So if you want to jump on right now and grab it, oh, oh I've got a message. Okay, I'll come back to that because that might interfere with this, but yeah. So if you want to come and get it, um, going through the rest of the shop now. You've got the Space Cobra, Hot Wheels bike. I've still got a VAT available. Um, you've got the Munchies pack at the top. 20 of the best Japanese snacks, chocolate and candy. We always throw in heaps of extra gifts for you guys. Um, and now our note system, we write little handwritten notes to you guys. So our note systems now is origami folded by Minami-chan and followed by Kiniko-chan. And I fold some for you too, so the notes you get in the box now will be a cute little origami animal. And inside the origami animal will be a message to you, direct from Tokyo, with love. Because that's how we like to do it. So yeah, Munchie Pack's up there, $29.99, you gotta grab that. We've got the raffle still happening, which is a monthly thing. Not really doing anything, so I might delete that. We've got the Maibo 100 mix pack, and that's dirt cheap for 100 awesome Japanese snacks direct from Tokyo. 20 bucks, guys. You get 100 Omaibo. 100, 100 Omaibo, 10 different flavors. It's magical. It's crazy. Um, uh, this one. This one I'm going to push a little bit more out to you good people. The Coca-Cola Coke Japan Aluminium Bottle. It's a 2018 secure design and it's a special limited edition 100ml slim Coke bottle with this really beautiful secure like cherry blossom pattern on it. I mentioned these before and I'll mention it again. Uh, I've been researching these and I've been seeing these bottles sold for $35 on eBay and on Amazon and they're open just for one of these bottles. I've got them on the shop, guys, for twelve ninety nine with free shipping. So if you're a massive Coke fan, jump on there and grab one because we've only got four of them left in stock. And if you want one, grab it. And it's full. It's full of Coke. It's just normal Coke, but the, if you love collecting Coke stuff, especially unique Japanese Coke stuff, jump on there and grab it because it's only going to last for a limited time. And then I'm either going to drink it with this bottle of whiskey or, or it's just going to sit on my shelf until I'm retired or until I pass away. So yeah, what else we got in the shop? Ah, the Fruta Minions chocolate egg figurines, they're out of stock. But we do have the Tohato caramel corn chips, they're still available. We still have one Topps Dragon Ball Z supercar still available for you guys. Um, we've got the Kit Kats, we've got the Kit Kats, we've got the Matcha Mentos, we've got the Moco Moco Mocolet double toilet that's available right now. And yeah, there's still a lot of stuff on there guys, so jump on, have a squiz, grab some candy and put a smile on your dart. And that's it for all the Tokyo Munchies Red stuff. And what we're going to do each week now on our podcast is we're going to have a Japanese word of the day. And I mentioned a few of them earlier, and I think I'll go back to... I'll go back to Gigi. We'll go back to the Japanese news where I said Gigi. The Japanese word of the day today is going to be Oji. 
Oji means old man. But Oji also, so if you're gonna use Oji, you can use it like this. Oh, not the Oji san desho? That means you're an old man, aren't you? Not the Oji san desho? You're an old man, aren't you? So Oji means old man. You can say Oji. If you're a kid, you can say, oh, Oji, 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 which means old man, old man, old man. Or if you want to be specific, talking about somebody, say, hey, look at that, Oji-san. Oh, sugoi Oji-san mitte, ne? So that's Oji-san. Oji. I stopped on that one for the Japan word of the day because of the GG Press we looked at before in Japan News. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to research those guys because I want to know why you called your website GG. And in relation to the Japanese word of the day, Oji, Gigi, as I mentioned earlier, is a slang term for Oji-san, for old man as well. So you can say, oh, hey, Gigi. In another context, you can actually use that when you're talking about family members. So if you saw your grandfather or your uncle in Japan, you could call him Gigi. And that means old man as well, or uncle or grandfather. So the word of the day, guys, is Oji. 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 Quickly on the Japan word of the day, I'm gonna probably mention this in a lot of the posts, a lot of the podcasts. Um, it's really important if you want to learn Japanese to learn your vowel sounds. Vowel sounds in English is a e i o u, but vowel sounds in Japanese is a e u e o. If you want to really master how to speak Japanese, you must learn how to pronounce your vowel sounds correctly. A e u e o. If you don't, you sound like my dad when he comes over here with my mom for a visit and he'll go, Arigato, mate. How you going? Oh, hi, Okazemas. And he's like, Dad, come on, man. Please learn your vowel sounds. Arigato. Oh, hi, Okazemas. So that's one really important tip, guys, for learning Japanese. Use your vowel sounds. Learn the Japanese vowel sounds. If you don't, you sound like a foreigner and the Japanese are very polite, so they'll give you a little bit of a nod and go, oh, arigato, and uh, they won't understand. Well, they will understand, but they'll just be polite and cheer. Oh, yeah, okay, thank you for trying to speak Japanese. Anyway, guys, so that's it for podcast episode 22. We will see you again next week on Wednesday or Thursday. I'm going to just research a little bit more. I'm thinking maybe Wednesday because it's hump day and it's also wasabi Wednesday. It's maybe a good day for you guys to get some ear candy with your Japanese candy. Um, big shout out before we finish up for today, guys. Our great friends and supporters over at the Critical Thinking Podcast. CriticalThinkingPodcast.com. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time. That is their catchphrase. Catchphrase. There's Sean, Miguel, Rick, Josh, and Kyle. These guys are five awesome guys, which I've been good friends with for the last couple of years. They're great supporters of Tokyo Munchies. They do a lot of stuff with us. I sponsor them. I send them boxes of Japanese candy. Um, you maybe would have seen them like Comic Palooza in Houston this year. They were giving out a My Bowl. Go listen to the Critical Thinking Podcast, guys, if you want to think shit through critically. One, sh- one thing at a time. I, yeah, sorry. I don't like to use profanity on my web on my podcast. So I try to keep the swearing to a minimal. Uh, number two, big shout out to my good friend Johnny at the Mangasensei.com. The Mangasensei where is a place where you can learn Japanese the fun, friendly, and easy way. John has lots of cool stuff you can download from his website. He has hiragana charts, katakana charts, he has PDFs, he has audios, he has a 30-day Japan channel challenge. 
go over to themangasensei.com for the best way to learn Japanese the fun and freaky way. I also shout out to my good friend at Craig Hoffman 11 on Twitter. Craig has a very unique and interesting way he、um, shares with you guys what it's like to live in Japan. He's been living here for around 13 years, I think, 13 to 15 years. He has a He has a YouTube channel called Definitely Not a Podcast, which is definitely not a podcast, but it's just an audio channel. But it's great, it's really interesting to listen to his thinking. Craig always has some really stellar gold stuff popping up on his WordPress blog and his Twitter and his Definitely Not a Podcast channel. So, yeah, go check out at Craig Hoffman 11 on Twitter. Big shout out to my friend Joseph Cano at Uncanny Comics in Rosenberg, Texas. He's going to move to a new shop soon. Go have a chat to Joe in Un- at Uncanny Comics. He has two dogs in his shop. The two dogs are very friendly if you're a dog person. If you're a cat person, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything, but yeah. Uncanny Comics, go check him out. And also, a big shout out to our really good friends at the, Radio Rebel- at the Rebel Radio podcast. We've been chatting a lot to these guys recently, and these guys are super nice. Love these guys. They've been helping me out with a lot of stuff. I've been sharing a lot of their stuff on Twitter and on Instagram. So, yeah, check out those guys. Um, we're all about love and support here. Sharing is caring. Give me a like, give me a retweet, send me an audio message, like me on Facebook, tokyomunchies.tiktail.com. I'm here 24-7, living the life, eating the candy, and sharing it with you good people. Lots of love and see you next time, guys. Tokyo Munchies signing off, and as always, if you've got the munchies, we've got the munchies. tokyomunchies.tiktail.com.